on, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ray from the Ray Infinity Show podcast. And yes, I'm sorry that I haven't done an episode in two days. Like I'm, I was going to do one, um, I was going to take a break for, from one of the days, but um, one, but um, and do an episode the other day. But um, thing is, like I had things going on in my personal life that was going on, so I didn't get a chance to. And plus, I would have just been tired as hell. So there's no way I could have done that because I want to do my 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 show um just as at the top notch. So they can get the best quality out there because I want everyone to, to to get the best out of me. And like, I do not want this show to be perceived as, oh, it's some, some half-ass something or like whatever. But you guys get the general idea right there. <clears throat> but um, let, uh, let's get into, we're going to get into, we're going to talk about something that I have partially talked about before when I had, excuse me. Talk about something I partially talked about when I had some guests on before. And that is critical race theory. And like I I talked, I barely we talked about it just a little bit before, but I didn't go really deep into it, like explain what it is. Like I haven't given my full thoughts on it, but I think you guys can tell what my opinion on critical race theory is. Like um, I just want to get right into that right here. Now, in case you don't know what critical race theory is, guys. What critical race theory is, and I'm also going to define the definition of woke too, because they're interlinked. You can't you can't unlink them because they're both really the same. But here it is: critical race theory is the idea that um, if you are white, you are oppressive. Like if you're white skin or just light skin, what white or light skin. Now, if you're black or like some some other race, like you are oppressed no matter what. Like no matter what def, no matter who you are, you are either oppressive or um oppressed no matter what. Like the death, like critical race theory is used to say that all white people are, are racist and, and horrible and oppressive. And to say that all black people and all other dark, dark skinned people are oppressed. Like they're, they're, they're not, they're confused. Like a lot of weird things. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like if anything is racist, it's critical race theory at the end of the day, like critical race theory. Like um, if like um, to say that um, just because you have a certain skin color, you're either oppressed or oppressive. If you really look at that, that is racist in itself. Like you're judging someone by the color of their skin. But yeah, that is what critical race theory is. Like you can look this up. Now the left, the left, I should say, they try to say that oh, critical race theory. They say they say a couple things. They either say one, it's not true, it's 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 fake, it doesn't exist. Two, it's not even taught at all in schools. Like, it's not it's not taught at all. Or three, it's just, we're just making it up as we're going along. But yes, it basically is the same as it's it's not true. But um, still, but still, oh, another thing, like they say, it's not it's 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 not taught, or like it never existed, or like yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff that is connected with this. Like, if you really look at the look at this, like it's literally meant it's used by the left to destroy America. Like, uh, and also the definition of woke too. Like it go, it, it intertwines in this. Like, and I'll say, I'll let you know what the definition of woke is too. What woke means, what it is at the end of the day is that uh, it's like an ideological standpoint. Like saying, like put like a certain things like um, you like like there's like uh, women can can do this that men can do, and not everything they can do. Or like black people can't do some things that other white people can't. Or like it, it, it's all this weird ideological stuff that makes no sense whatsoever. Like yeah, and yes, it is true. Like critical race theory is taught, 
like another like when they like what another thing is like um when they say like um oh like um it, it's not taught to kids or like another thing is like um oh like they also say oh it, critical race theory to a lot of people on the left is history like actual history at the end of the day like um like they like one of the things like they that critical race theory says is like um the founder, the founders of America were complete racist. They were evil people. There's nothing redeemable about them, or even not just them, them, but also other pre great presidents we've ever had in this country. Like literally, it's really wild stuff. Like that makes no sense whatsoever. So yeah, and, like when I'm talking about the founders and stuff like that, like like and here's the thing though about the founders and the number one they put thing they, that people point to about the founders is that they had had slaves. Here's the thing. They did have slaves. But if you look at the history back then, they they actually the, the founders were not racist people. They didn't believe in slavery at all. In fact, Thomas Jefferson, when he wrote the, the, the initial draft of the Declaration of Independence, he talked about slavery and how it was wrong and stuff like that. But the reason it was taken out is because they didn't want to anger England or King George. That's why they, it was taken out. Uh yeah, um, but they yeah, but they took it out because they didn't want to anger people like that. So you get the idea right there. And like when they said that, oh, Thomas, Je well, like um, the founders when they had slaves. And here's another thing: they didn't believe in slavery, even though they had slaves. But here's what happened: was they in the, the states that not every state, like there were states that outlawed slavery. That, that's a fact. But not every one of them did. And the founders, if you look at it, they lived in states where they didn't outlaw slavery. And plus, so they legally couldn't free them then because that's just how things worked back then. And also, they inherited those slaves. You can go look this up right now. The founders inherited slaves. Like, it, it wasn't their choice. Just that's how it was. Like, I, I know it seems wrong, but still, though, like, should they probably have tried to do something to free them all or something like that? Probably, but um, they literally, like, there's not much the founders could have done because they had to try to keep the country united and stuff like that. And all because, like, um, after the, because part, another part of the thing they wanted to do was that the, the states that outlawed, that didn't outlaw slavery, they wanted them to keep, they needed them to go up against the British in the Revolutionary War because, like, that that's how because so they could at least stand a chance but um if you look at but um what and also after uh, the revolutionary war ended and the declaration of independence was uh with i mean when the constitution was written the founders they did not put slavery in there because they did not want to anger the slavery states because like they needed to keep the country united to keep together so that nothing bad could happen because they were trying to stay together like um Team Biden. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Kurt Smith, whoever you are, I have no idea who you are. <sighs> okay. But yeah, the founders were not racist at all. They were not at all. Now, another thing that I wanted to show, something I wanted to show you guys was like, um, and I'll get right into this in like a minute or so. It's like um, a lot of states, like, because like in a lot, critical race theory is taught in a lot of schools. It is. Whether anyone believes it or not, it's a fact. I do not, you can believe it if you want. Don't, if you, if, if you think it's not real, okay, look at it being taught in schools. Because like, um, it, it truly is. 
being taught in schools. And like one of the in like um, a lot of states, they actually banned the practices being taught in schools. Like a lot of people on the left are angry at that because they're saying a, a couple of things. Oh, you're banning history. Oh, you're doing something that doesn't make any sense because it doesn't exist. Well, if you go and look at some of these books that are actually being taught to, to kids, like they're in the school libraries, you would know that this is incredibly weird stuff. Like, like I'm going to show you this in like a second. Critical uh, right. I, I, I didn't bring this up right now. Uh, I'm going to show you guys this because, like, a lot of this stuff is is weird stuff. I'm trying to find this right here. Okay. Give me a second. I'm trying to find some of these books. Um, sorry, guys. This is taking a little longer than it is. I should have had this prepared to go. But um, so, yeah. Uh, book pages. Okay, uh, give me a second, guys. Sorry about that. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, where is this? Um, where is it? Um, mm, trying to find it right here. Uh, I'm... Okay, well, this isn't necessarily a book right here, but um, this is like an image of being of it being taught right here. Like, I'm going to show you this right here. Uh, give me a second. Uh, okay, share screen. Chrome tab. Chrome tab. Okay, okay, okay. Give me a second right here. Uh, right here. Like, if you oh, sorry about that, guys. But um, so some of these, like this is like some of the things about um about uh about critical race theory. All white people are racist, which is not true whatsoever, as there are good white people out there, whether anyone likes it or not. Okay, uh, let's see. Um, where, uh, up, this is that full image right here, like full full of it. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, white privilege. Um, they try to say that white privilege is real. It's not, at least not by any definition that um, the left tries to portray it as. Because, like, there are people on both sides that do have a lot of issues. Now, black people do have more issues than white people. That's a fact. But, like, to say that's all um, based on just because, like, um, the skin color, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So, like, yeah. Uh, okay. You. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, uh, I'm trying to find a few more of these images right here. So um, where is it? Uh, they're desperately trying to hide these books right here. They are desperate to hide these ones down here. I'm um, trying to find it. Okay. Um, sorry, this is taking a little too long, guys. Like, um, okay, I'll have to go to to Osiris's page. Uh, Osiris, he probably has that. Uh, where, uh, give me one second. I'm going to go look at my buddy Osiris's page. He, oh, there he is, because he has that those some of those images right there. Uh, where is this? Okay, I'm trying to find it. Don't tell me they hid hit his stuff too. Okay, uh, give me a minute, guys. I'm trying to find it. Um, 
Uh, where is it? Um, um, trying to find it. I'm sorry, guys. Like this, they're actually doing their best to hide these these um posts right here. So I know I posted. I know he's posted some of this this stuff before. Uh, okay. Uh, God, I should have fucking looked for this earlier. Um. Okay. Um. Okay, this is taking a little too long. Uh, yeah, it's taking a little too long. I can't. No, 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 no. I, I can't do that again. Like, uh, give me a fuck. Stuck in. Wait, wait, wait. Critical race theory books. Okay, right here. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find some of this stuff right here. Florida Education Department bans his math books referring critical race theory, as it should be. That was actually something really good right there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right here. Uh, something like this, guys. Um, in case. Yeah. Okay. Give me a second right here. Um, okay, guys. I think I found it right here. This right here. Uh Whiteness is a bad deal. It always was. Dude, we we can see your ponytail. Pointy tail or pointy tail. You guys clearly see what this is trying to do. But it's clear it's trying, it's trying not just say it's because like a lot of white people, they have long hair, they have their hair and ponytails. Like that's clearly an obvious. But it's going by pointy tail because clearly it's trying to reference the devil. It's trying to say, this is what white people are. This is who they are. This is what they do. They are the devil. That is what um this that's what these books this book right here is trying to paint. Like I know I pro uh, I there are a few other books, but this is the one I the only one I could find right here. So forgive me for that. And so yeah, as you can see, like literally, literally like we're gonna show this part right here, this image right here that's being shown. And I quote: <clears throat> contract. Binding you to use what to to binding you to whiteness, you get stolen land. You see the right there, stolen riches, special favors. Okay, 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 right here. Stolen land. Like if you look at the history, like it's trying to say like oh white um with the white people they stole land from the from the Native Americans. It also not just going back further then if you want to if you want to go with that every land in Europe has been stolen because people because land everywhere has been held by another person at one point in time that's a known fact everywhere in Europe Africa Asia Australia here in North America and South America land has been owned by has been owned by someone else and then other people came and took it so that's just how it works like someone else comes and takes this stuff it, it, it always happens and always will happen. Nothing can stop that. It just, it just, that's just how it works. Like literally, like I, it's probably not the best thing that can happen, but it just happens. Like, so you get the idea. Uh, and another thing, stolen riches. Okay. It's going by money. It's, I, I think this is clearly referring to money and resources. That's how I take it right here. When you're talking about um, like um, money and stuff, 
same thing. Money has been stolen from everywhere, from other races of people everywhere in this country. Not just in the country, my mistake, but also all across the world. Same thing. It always happens and always will happen. And like, there's nothing you can do to stop that because eventually, like, every land will get conquered by someone else. That it's just a, that's just how it naturally happens. You can't stop it from happening. It just will. Right. Because someone else will move in with bigger weapons and bigger guns and bigger and, and bigger firepower and will take over the person with the weaker person with not as much firepower or as, or as much weaponry. That just will happen. And special favors. Basically, I believe this is referring to white privilege. That is what's going on right here. As you, I'm trying to word this correctly. When it's, talk, when it's talking about um, white privilege and stuff like that, at least that's how I'm taking it. The white, like I said, white people have gotten passes for things that other people would not have. That is a fact. I don't think anyone can deny that right there. But it, there's nothing that you can do to stop that, really. It just, you, you can't do, stop it at all. And like, but to say that all white people are bad and get spe all and get special favors is is um, asinine. It's not true at all because there are white people that have gotten bad treatment before. Now maybe it's not as bad as other people, but still they've gotten bad treatment. You see. In another part, whiteness gets to mess endless endlessly with the lives of your friends, neighbors loved ones, and all fellow humans of color. Your soul, sign below. Okay. Okay. You see, you see with the, to mess endlessly with the lives of your friends, neighbors, loved ones, and all fellow humans of color. For the purpose of profit. I didn't, okay. There are, there are bad people everywhere. You can't stop that. There's no denying that there are bad people everywhere. And like, yeah, and like every there are every bad there are bad person people of every race, gender, and um and, and like everything else, ethnicity, whatever you want to call. It. That's just how it works. Like, and everyone they do it for profit. Like they're supposed. The goal of, of of capitalism and the goal of life is to like um. To not only do well, but also like to better yourself and get and like and like and like um better your life. That's how it's supposed to be. And there are some people that do take advantage of that, but like no one has a right to 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 mess with lives of your friends, your neighbors, your loved ones, or um other humans or anyone else of a different race or skin color. You do not have your right right to do that. <sighs> And also down here where it says like it's a contract, it says land, riches, and favors may be revoked at any time for any reason. Okay. What this book is trying to do is to intimidate um, people and to say that all white people are bad. Like um, not all white people are bad, just like not everyone is oppressed or oppressed. Like there are people that are bad, and there are oppressed people, and there are, and there are people that are being that are oppressive. There are, there just are. But to say that all of them are is like asinine. There is no evidence backing that whatsoever. You can say you believe that, but it's not true. It's just not true. There are bad people everywhere. You just, it's, it's. You see, you can't say one person is good or one person is. 
you can't say all all of one group of people are good and all of one group of people are bad. You just can't say that. Like you can't um st- like it's not you don't you don't get a say in what you're born as. Like a like there was that one dude like um who who's actually suing his parents for being born white. Like there's there literally there legitimately is a white person that is suing his parents for being born white and saying that oh it's it's uh, it, it's it has something to do with him being privileged and being scared and being and being oppressive and like and like and being and affecting his emotion like literally none of this stuff here makes any sense whatsoever. How is that possible? You can't control how you're born, and your parents can't control how you're born either. Well, partially, I could not, not like, they can control if you become born, but um, they don't control what your skin color is because that's how they were born. You see, it's just that's just how it works. You can't control how you're born like that. Let's see. And also, the other thing, and, and, and like um, critical race theory, it's that what it's supposed to do is to indoctrinate kids. It's to indoctrinate them to become leftists and Democrats. That's what the whole point is. It's to, and it's so that left the Democrats can maintain power forever. Because like their goal is to like indoctrinate kids, particularly kids of more conservative leaning people, into leftists, so that their ideology can spread, and so that Democrat, and so that they can never lose again in any election. And so they can also destroy America. And also, like I said, like I've said in previous videos. Like um, you can look up someone like Antonio Gramsci, who realized that a communist revolution, like in China or Russia, which was a which were violent ones, can't happen in a country like the United States, which has Judaic Christian values in a strong, robust middle class. So they, he figured that out. So, and on Mar- and on Gramsci was also the fa- the father of Marxism. And and he and so he realized that this can't happen in America like that. So what they have to do, they have to play the long game. And to do that, they have to take over the culture, like not just in government, but also in the schools so that schools can be so that you can get the um, the kids to believe in your ideology. It's happening in China, Russia, North Korea, like basically all these communist um, countries. They indoctrinate the kid into their these ideologies and like so that their ideology will will live on forever. And so the, the uh, so that other people's ideologies will not. That's just how it works, man. Like, it's I don't like it, but that's just how it works. Like, like, like literally, like, and some people like um, who I respect, or like someone like Daryl Davis, for instance, who I respect dearly, until he went on Joe Rogan's podcast and then Tim Pool's podcast. Because as you know, who Daryl Davis is, he's a black man. Who has actually convinced KKK members to leave the Klan, and he didn't, and he didn't do it by asking them to or by threatening them. He actually just sat down and talked with them, and it showed that he was actually a nice guy. And these people, they, they, they like, they were convinced just because he was this guy was a nice person. They left the Klan. That's what they did, and like, and they gave him their robes. Like that literally is what happens. Yeah. And he's also um, been a proponent, a proponent of like um, a, a big. He's also been a big proponent of of of. He does not like supremacy of any race at all. No race. No. He does not believe one race is better than the other. He thinks all of us are equals. And 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 then like um, when he went on Tim first before he went on Joe Rogan's podcast a few months ago, and he actually defended critical race theory, which um. 
just maybe went like, oh, come on, man. You can't be serious with critical race theory. Come on. That's just not. Literally, I was a big fan of yours. Now, it was inklings, but at least I didn't get, at least it didn't go full on through with it. And then um, when he went on Tim Pool's podcast about a few weeks ago, and then like, it just, he just revealed who he actually was. Like, literally, he believes in like, um, he believes that, um, and like um, some he believes that that there are white people that think they're. I, I'm gonna rephrase that. He thinks that um there are that there are pe- white people out there like um like a lot of white people believe they are better than black people. There are some, but like acting like all these white people believe that that's not true. That all and that a lot so many black people are being oppressed and stuff like that. Like some of that's partially true, but they're not being oppressed like. Oh, just because they're black, they're being oppressed like that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No. And Tim, he destroyed him in that debate. He destroyed him. And also he destroyed him on reparations, which I'm going to get into in a little bit, because like I am not a, a proponent of reparations. Uh, and I'll explain that in a little bit. But yeah. But like some of the things, so another th- good thing that he said was, well, I'll get into that in a second. But so, but another thing like um, critical race theory like and they say it's it's actually history when it actually isn't where it's indoctrin it's meant to indoctrinate people into that ideology and like another like part of what it is is like like another like something that um that it, to a degree is correct but not at the same time is that where it says Christopher Columbus did not discover America and was not the first one here that is true Columbus did not discover America and he was not the first one here because there were people here that were before him so you can't just say, "Oh, how was did he discover? That, how did he discover this when there were already people here before him?" Like that's true. But like um, what I but what I think you could say about that is like um, Columbus, he discovered America for the for Europe. I believe that's what you can say, but that's it. Because like if he hadn't gone through that journey of going across the ocean, like a lot of us today would not even exist. Because like because he made that journey, a lot of us exist today. Because a lot because, because like oh, these people would never have found us. A lot, well, I should re-say that we would never have been founded, and like so many people would not have been born. And like literally, that's what it is. Like a lot, a ton of people would never have been born. Like like not, and like you know how you would wipe out not you would wipe out just generations of people if this had ne- if he had never done that. And plus, he was the one who started all this migration to um, North America. Now you could make an argument, well, uh, that well, um, well, someone else would have done it um, themselves. It's probably true, but um, Columbus was the person that that start that mainly started this. It's like the first per- the person that was here before Columbus was Leif Erikson. I actually learned that when I was younger. Like like when I was a really little when I was a little kid, I was taught Columbus was the person that discovered America. Then I found out later on he never did. It was Leif Erikson, and so. And, and he landed here like I forgot, I forgot how long because it was a long time before Columbus even was even touched America. Well, he even touched here, and plus technically he didn't even discover America. It was he didn't actually get to America. What he got to was um the I was it um I forgot which islands it was. It was down. It wasn't Puerto Rico or Cuba, but it was down there in the, those areas. It was it was down. I forgot which island it was, but it was down there. Like, and literally, like the entire point was he he still he accidentally discovered it 
because he was actually trying to discover uh, another route to India, and when he and he actually landed right th down there instead. So you can't really say like always, oh, but it was just like he was he intended to go there. He got there, but he didn't intend to get there. So yeah, like yeah, he didn't set out to discover America. He just wanted to find another pathway to India. That's all. That's what he wanted to do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So Columbus did not discover America, and yes, he there was a lot of history that went on down there, and when he got there, there were a lot of women that a lot. I, some things I cannot talk about, obviously, but he was there was also murdering, raping, and also pillaging and stuff like that. Yes, that is true. But like at the end of the day, we have to look at it just same way with with Hitler and the Nazis, like. Had we that we had that not happened, I mean, generations of people would not have been born. Like so many people would not have existed. So like because like parents wouldn't have met, grandparents, great grandparents, and so on would never have met, never have met, and lots of people would would never have existed. So you have to look at it from that angle. Now I don't like any of the things that happened with either of those two things, but um, you have to look at it from the perspective that if that had had happened none of us would exist. So I certainly wouldn't exist with like, if the Nazis were stopped beforehand, as my great grandparents on my father's side would never have met. So, yeah. And like, obviously if Columbus had never gotten there, so many, uh, like almost all of us that are living here in America today would never have been exist, would never have existed. So like, and there's all like, the history is shady. Like there's, there's, there's. It certainly isn't perfect, but um, we got to go with it. That's just how it is. So, yeah. And also, another the thing I wanted to go into next was, I wanted to talk about reparations because, like, Daryl Davis, he also talked about reparations with Tim Pool in that episode, and Tim destroyed him on it. And so, I'm gonna give you guys my opinion on reparations because, like. Reparations is like a complicated scenario. Like um like I like um so much time has passed and like no one that was alive back then that owned slaves slaves is even alive today. And so many people and the people that were slaves back then aren't even alive either. So you have to look at it from that way. So yeah, now you can look at there from the descendant point of view, like, hey, if you own if you own slaves, your ancestors did, you should, you're, you're privileged or something, or, or you're a racist, or you should be paying this. Like, no, they should not be paying this because they had nothing to do with that. Cause like, how do you, because like, there are some people that are even alive today that don't even, don't even know they were related to people like that. Or there's even black people today. Like another, this is another interesting fact. Nine out of every 10 black people have some white in them. That's, that's true. Nine out of every 10 black people in America have some white in them. Now, some of it was consensual. Some of it wasn't consensual. So you get the idea there. Like, there's so much stuff that you could look at with that. Like, like yeah, yeah, like, I'm not a, like, personally, I'm not a fan of reparations. Because, like, like, I wasn't obviously not alive back during slavery. And, and I don't even know anyone who was. And no one's parents or grandparents or great-grandparents ever owned slaves or was a, well okay i take that back I, 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 that owned that was slaves like i know some people some people that were well you can it depends on your history but the vat there's 
like um like maybe like a great 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 grandfather great grandparents were slaves like no parents or grandparents were slaves at all because like so much time has passed like it doesn't justify slavery at all because like anyone who tries to justify that is a terrible human being whatsoever because slavery was the original sin of america it truly was like it's acknowledged like uh like like the same like the same thing with like um with like um back during world war ii we are america put a hundred thousand excuse me yeah put a hundred thousand japanese americans into internment camps and like it wasn't taught for for many years until much later because and like it should have been taught much sooner it should have been now we've got we caught up with the times because now that's in the textbooks now and I, I'm glad that's being taught because it never should have not been taught. It has to be taught. Like you can look at it from many different ways, but um, I'm glad it's being taught now, and it has to be. It just has to be. So yeah, uh, <laughs> one second right here. Okay, uh, okay, yeah, okay, okay, right there. All right, sorry about that, guys, but um. Like, like I said, I'm, I do not be, like um, now, like, and plus, how would you even do reparations? Because like, would you take money from white people and give it to black people? Because that's actually, because you can't legally do that by the constitution, by anyone's race, um, um, sex, or anything like that. Because like some, like, like I said, people, but people that are descendants of slave owners, like um, they, a lot, a mo the vast majority of them are not even racist at all. So yeah. Now, and also, given it from white people to black people, there's a there's actually a lot of black people who don't have any relatives that were slave owners. So you can't so you take it you can't take money from them because they didn't do anything or their ancestors didn't do anything either. And same thing with black people. Not every black person that was in America was a slave, and not and like not everyone that that black people in America have this, um, relatives that were slaves. So you can, so how are you going to do that? Like. And also, like, what about the people that are have black? They're black and white. Do they get a discount, or uh, with with um, with paying reparations, or do they get, or the, do they um have to pay a little more or a little less, or like, do they get a little more or a little less? Like, how do you do that? Like, it makes no sense whatsoever. Like, how you would do that? I have no idea. You would have to like, is like literally, you would be violating the Constitution, like. Like, like, like Daryl Davis, like one of his arguments was like, instead of like money or something like that, it should be like giving opportunities to black people to like go to college and scholarships. Like, um, how are you going to do that, though? You would have to like, dem like make it sure, like saying, hey, if you're white, you do not get a have a chance at a scholarship. That, again, violates the Constitution because you can't go by by um race. You can't um say someone can't get something just because of their race. You can't do that. So you're literally creating a bigger problem out of the actual problem. You see right there, like clearly like, so yeah, like I said before, I do not believe reparations are a good idea. I, it should not be taught. It should not be given out. And plus there's, plus you open up a can of worms. Now, another thing uh, what they say, like um, survivors of the Holocaust, they get reparations. Well, here's the thing though. Like um, those people back um, were are still alive today from the Holocaust. Those people are now. There's so many of them that aren't anymore, but but um, there still are. There's no one alive today that was a slave on a U.S. on American soil. There just isn't. 
Like so, yeah. And plus, if there was time for reparations, there it should have probably happened right after the Civil War, then and, and slaves were free. But it didn't. And plus, you would just be opening up a giant can of worms and stuff like that right now. So, I, I'm not a like I, like I said, you, you have what I think should happen is just leave things as it is. Like you're not gonna, you're just gonna create more bad tensions and stuff like that. You're not gonna he, do any healing. You're not gonna bring anyone together. You're just gonna create more division with it. It like you can look at it however you want, but that's just how it is. So yeah. Yeah. And um, the next topic that I wanted to get into, guys, this is um, outside of critical race theory and stuff like that. But I still wanted to talk about it because I saw Osiris talk about it. And I wanted to give a quick talk about it, too. Obviously, like um, you guys know, President George W. Bush, the son of um, um, George H.W. Bush. So, yeah. Well, I think they're both terrible presidents, but um, st- presidents, but still, though. As you guys know, like a, a few days ago, I believe it was a few. I believe it was a few days ago, but it was something like that. Nevertheless, he made he did it. He was giving a speech and basically saying like um, how um, how um, the invasion of Ukraine is bad and stuff like that. But instead of saying Ukraine, he slipped up and said Iraq, a fraudulent invasion of Iraq. So, <laughs> and you guys know like where I'm going with this. Iraq, the the Iraq war is a fraudulent war. The media lied us into it. And everyone who voted for that war should be imprisoned for war crimes because it was an illegal war that had, there was no basis for it. And like the, the idea of weapons of mass destruction, like little, 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 like clear, it was a huge lie. And we found out that wasn't true because like Saddam Hussein, like um, Bush, George W. Bush, um, said um, um, said that the reason they were invading Iraq was because Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction, which we found out later on there were no weapons of mass destruction at all. And I, I want to play you guys the video r- real quick right here. I, it's going to be an – you guys have to watch this because you're going to get a kick out of it. Like, Give me a second right here. I'm going to bring that up. Uh, okay. Give me one second. Uh George W. Bush, Iraq. Wait, wait. That's a pretty terrible botch right there. Right here. (laughs) Right here, guys. Like, right here. You guys are going to watch this. Like, you're going to see this right here. In contrast, Russian elections are rigged. Political opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. (laughs) I mean, of Ukraine. (laughs) Yeah. Unjustified invasion of Iraq. Unjustified invasion of a Ukraine. Oh! Like, was that intentional or was that just a regular slip-up? Like, I'm trying to figure that out. Like, like you see right here, Iraq, the, the war in Iraq was just to con- was just for conquering an oil. That's all it was for. 
And like the saying, the war in Ukraine is just um, so Russia can rebuild the Soviet Union and so that Ukraine doesn't join um, NATO. Okay, yes, that is clear, clearly an unjustified war. But you're, cl you're, but you're contradicting yourself because, like, you um, um, uh, launched an unjustified invasion of Iraq. So did you intentionally say that because, like, you wanted to say, like, say, oh, you said it was unjustified, but not really say it at the same time? Like, you did, you were not, you had no right to go launch an invasion of Iraq, buddy. Just like Putin has no, probably has no right to launch an invasion of Ukraine, which, honestly, I, I'm at the point where I don't care about the war anymore. Because, like, I think both sides are corrupt right there. So, like, I, I don't, I don't take either side because both sides are corrupt. Now we're getting into the Iraq situation where, like, you literally launched an invasion of a country not for no um, no reason at all, no moral reason. And you were just doing it, and, and also the main reason you were doing it was just so you can um, um, get payback for your dad because, like, Saddam Hussein embarrassed him. That's literally what your entire goal is, buddy. That's literally what you're doing right there. Like, cl like clearly. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna show you the rest of the, the this too. Iraq two. Anyway, <laughs> Iraq two. Uh, seventy five. Uh, seventy five. <laughs> yeah, seventy five. So you and so you accidentally slipped up, buddy, or did you actually secretly admit the truth right there? Uh, as you can see, guys, clearly, like, clearly, Bush is nuts himself. Like, yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want the the actual speech. I want to see if I can find that speech right there. Uh, Iraq in invasion. I'm trying to find that right there. I mean Ukraine, buddy. <laughs> uh, right there. I must this part right here. And look at the down, up votes and down votes. 5.2k upvotes and 5.5 downvotes. Like I want to replay this right here. Like, like and uh, and you launched a war that killed who knows how many people of their population. Who knows? Countless probably. Just watch this right here. My fellow citizens, at this hour, American and coalition forces are in the early stages of military operations to disarm Iraq, yeah. to free its people, and to defend the world from grave danger. They're grave danger, buddy. So you're saying, like, um, the weapons of mass destruction, which there were none. We found out there were no weapons of mass destruction. And you still um, announced this invasion. The only re you're, pro you're doing it so you can get payback for your dad and so you can get oil and resources. That's all you were doing that for. So, yeah. On my orders, coalition forces have begun striking selected targets of military importance to undermine Saddam Hussein's ability to wage war. <laughs> These are opening stages of what will be a broad and concerted campaign. More than 35 countries are giving crucial support from the use of naval and air bases to help with intelligence and logistics to the deployment of combat units. Every nation in this coalition has chosen to bear the duty and share the honor of serving in our common defense. To all the men and women of the United States Armed Forces now in the Middle East, the peace of a troubled world.
and the hopes of an oppressed people now depend on you. That trust is well placed. <laughs> the enemies you confront will come to know your skill and bravery. The people you liberate will witness the honorable and decent spirit of the American military. In this conflict, America faces an enemy who has no regard for conventions of war or rules of morality. You're look and look at your in the mirror, Bush. You have no moral standards like that. None. None. Hyronic, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sorry about that, guys. I <laughs> Saddam Hussein has placed Iraqi troops and equipment in civilian areas, attempting to use innocent men, women, and children as shields for his own military. <laughs> A final atrocity <laughs> against his people. I want Americans and all the world to know that coalition forces will make every effort to spare innocent civilians from harm. A campaign on the harsh terrain of a nation as large as California could be longer and more difficult than some predict. And helping Iraqis achieve a united, stable, and free country will require our sustained commitment. <laughs> we come to Iraq with respect for its citizens, for their great civilization, how many people have we killed of from their of how many people has our country killed of their civilians? How many? Countless. Like who knows how many? Like literally, like you. This is something that's pure evil, man. Like Bush, in my opinion, is is like a crook, one of the most evil presidents we have ever had, one of them. And obviously, well, I'll since we're talking about Bush after this. I'm going to get into some of the 9-11 stuff. Like, because, like, I, I have my opinions on 9-11. It was clear, clearly an inside job. Like, but I'll get right into that. And for the religious faiths they practice, we have no ambition in Iraq except to remove a threat. Ambition? Right. And restore control of that country to its own people. I know that the families of our military are praying that all those who serve will return safely and soon. No, they haven't. A, a lot of them have not returned soon. Millions of Americans are praying with you for the safety of your loved ones mm -hmm. and for the protection of the innocent. For your sacrifice, you have the gratitude and respect of the American people. And you can know that our forces will be coming home as soon as their work is done. It was done um, who, like almost immediately afterwards, almost. And it took like who knows how many years, like almost 20 years for it to happen. Yeah. Our nation enters this conflict reluctantly, yet our purpose is sure. The people of the United States and our friends and allies will not live at the mercy of an outlaw regime that threatens the peace with weapons of mass murder. Oh my God. Weapons of mass murder. Mass destruction. Yeah. Yeah. We will meet that threat now with our Army, Air Force, Navy, Coast Guard, and Marines so that we do not have to meet it later with armies of firefighters and police and doctors on the streets of our cities. 
Now that conflict has come, the only way to limit its duration is to apply decisive force. And I assure you, this will not be a campaign of half measures, and we will accept no outcome but victory. My fellow citizens, the dangers to our country and the world will be overcome. We will pass through this time of peril and carry on the work of peace. We will defend our freedom. We will bring freedom to others. And we will prevail. May God. Yeah. Even though we left Afghanistan, it's not, not just the Taliban taken back over, but they spread into Iraq too and all the other Middle East countries. So that was for nothing. Who, like, literally, it was, there was no reason for it, any of that to happen. I bless our country and all who defend her. Like, as you can clearly see right there, like, all of this stuff right here is a whole bunch of bullshit crap. Literally, it was a plan. The entire plan was some so Bush could lead um, the lead um, the the country into the next century. Like, I want to talk about some of the nine eleven stuff right here. Like, literally, like, give me one second right here. I'm going to go try to find that. Uh, uh, where is this guy right here? Uh, let me see if I can find him. This guy. I, this guy is a big thing on, on Twitter. All right. Where is it? Oh, Rothschild family wealth is five times of the world's top eight billionaires combined. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to retweet that part right there. So, yeah, we'll get right into it. Uh, my paper passport survived. Oh, this is something. On 9-11, my paper passport survived the fireball of Flight 11. Ooh. Hitting the North Tower of the World Trade Center. So, yeah. Then traveled through the building and out the window. Down into the street where someone picked it up. They should have made the buildings out of the out of passport paper instead of steel. So yeah, there's so much stuff connected to 9/11 too. Uh, where is it? There's a few more stuff. Oh ho 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 ho! Look at this right here. Even though this has not doesn't much to do with that, but look. Like clearly, like these are all these Satanists, uh, like, like Satanists or Luciferians or whatever you want to call them. So yeah, like yeah, I'm gonna retweet this so later on, I can go back and look for that. Australia is our warning. Yep, Australia is our warning, but we're gonna get into that in a little bit. Where is it? I'm gonna try. Yet a few other 9/11 stuff up. So uh, I can't find I can't find it. So I'm just gonna go right back into this. So yeah, here's my take on 9/11 right here. I'm just gonna go. Uh, I'm I'm gonna try to get as fast as I can through it. So so yeah, my take on 9/11, and this is just my view. I don't know if this happened or if it's true or whatnot. It's just my view on it. So. I don't know if it's, like I said, I don't know if it's true. This is just a, a, my a personal opinion on it. 9-11 was an inside job. It was. But I believe it, it, that it was planned. Either either it was planned or, 
or it was known that was going to happen and they they just allowed it to happen. Like clearly like um, it's obvious that 9-11 was an inside job. And I think Bush was clearly, clearly aware of it. And, and like, um, like, like um, I'm trying to remember what I was going to say. Yeah, I believe it was Conley's. Conley's? Conley's? Is that how, is that what the guy's name was? Like, um, he, he, like about a month or like, like um, um, beforehand, he he wrote a memo, and like in the memo, it, it said that um, Bin Laden to steal planes and run them into buildings, and plus, also afterwards, you find out that the Bush administration ignored a lot of the intelligence, and they ignored a whole a lot of it. It's all it's like it's so close. If you look at all the stuff they ignored. It's almost like they wanted it to happen. Like, and like to, to say that, oh, it's not real or not. That's just a conspiracy theory. Like, okay, whatever. A lot of things were conspiracy theories. Um, Gulf of Tonkin, Operation Northwoods, Operation Paperclip, Operation Starfish Prime. Like, there's a whole lot of stuff that was conspiracy theories and false flags and, and, and back then. But we found out later on that they were actually true. These things are happening. Like, not everything is a conspiracy, but there are a lot of things that are conspiracies. That's just how it is. So yeah. And and, and like um just and like 9-11, like um to say like um when you say that um like it started a war, like if you look at history, look at all of them, every major war fought, major wars, the major ones, um, has started with a false flag operation. Gulf of Tun- Gulf of Tonkin, probably one of the biggest ones, got like who knows how many, like um over fifty some um thousand of a generation killed of of the of American troops, killed soon like so many people, like, and it was for nothing really at the end of the day when you look at it, and we lost the war too, so that just adds more on top of it, and and like um. And like clearly, like the Bush administration, they I'm not they either were aware of it and they knew it was going to happen, like they they planned for it to happen, or they were just aware that it was going to happen. Because if you didn't, it's like here's something curious too. Bush, like um, like like there were planes that hit. There was a plane that hit um world the World Trade Center and the both both buildings. There was, and th- and then also one of them hit the Pentagon, which um. There's no actual footage of it hitting the Pentagon if you look at it, but that aside. Then there was a plane that was going to hit the White House, but um, because some of the passengers on board said, let's roll, and they stopped the people, the, the terrorists, and they just crashed right into the planes, because, and, the, and they were going to hit the White House, but, but so yeah. And also, if you didn't realize, Bush was at, not at the White House that day. Clearly, like if they were going to try to hit the White House, clearly you think it would be obvious that he would have been there and that would have happened. But he was not. He was in Florida. I believe it was Florida, I should say. And he was at um, a school, like what, um, in a classroom, listening to uh, the teacher and in, in the class and stuff like that. And then, like you hear, you hear like one of his, um, I believe it was um, his um, Secret Service men or someone like that came in and whispered about 9/11 the, the, that happened to him. And if you look at his face, like he that that's that looks like someone who is in, incredibly deceptive, like someone that knew something was going to happen. Like clearly, like, it was odd as hell. And plus, they have footage of this as well. Like, why would you have a camera in there as well? 
That makes no sense whatsoever. There's why there's no reason to even have a camera in that situation. For, for, now, I can't, now if you look at say, oh, they wanted a memory of the president being in, in the classroom. Okay, you can make that, but I just find it hard to believe that. And like, I, is it wrong for that? I don't know, but I just got that hunch feeling about that part. And like, and on and on top of that, like, um, I believe it was what's that um broadcasting network in the UK? Like, um, got a uh, a BBC. I believe it was BBC. There's a tape out there of a BBC reporter broadcasting directly back to England. It was a pre-broadcast, I should say. It was talking about um, a third building collapse, World Trade Center Building 7. Talked for a, a few minutes, forgot how long. Meanwhile, in the back, World Trade Center Building 7 was, was standing right behind her. And it didn't fall, and it didn't fall for another half hour. Yet they were doing a pre-broadcast back to England, and it's true. So they clearly knew something was going on or was going to happen. Whatever, whatever it was, like. And, and plus, back on World Trainer Trade Center Building 7, a lot of people don't even know that there was a, a, a third building that collapsed. They don't know that. And, and it was never hit, though. If you, look at, if you look at the footage, it was never hit by any stretch of the imagination. It wasn't. And then it just falled all of a sudden. And the official story was, like, the fire down in there was so hot, it melted the, 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 the metal and just collapsed, like... But if you look at it, that it's illogical. It makes no sense. And plus, there plus a lot of um, construction workers and, and engineers say that's just impossible for for just a fire to melt it and force it to collapse. That just isn't possible. And like, there's as far as I can see, there is no engineer or construction worker that says that that that's actually possible. There is none out there that actually believe that. And then when you get to um like the other two buildings, like um. If you look at the way that the buildings fall when when it like when um it when after the plane hits when they're on fire like um it falls illogically like it just falls like that like, it's almost like um someone was light was lighting bombs or grenades or whatever and plus like um clearly something was obviously happening right there I do not believe it was the plane alone that brought it down now I like it's a lot of, it's a giant mess. And plus, the guy who bought the building, like, I forgot who it was, but took out an insurance policy on it, like, a week or two beforehand. Pretty curious. Like, the guy who bought the buildings and took out an insurance claim just, like, not long before it happened. Incredibly weird. And plus, the cameras in the building were turned off, too. And, no, like, clearly, like, now you could say, like, oh, they were doing construction work or something like that. But clearly, I find it incredibly hard to believe that um they that they shut all the cameras off like the like um like like not just not long before the the crash actually happened or 9/11 happened. It's incredibly weird. And plus, at the top, when you look at it, the our government we were funding Al Qaeda. We created it. Like it, it came out in leaked documents, and it's been proven that our government funded Al Qaeda and even create well created it and was funding it. And like we're supposed to be the war on terrorists, but um, we're the ones actually funding it and created it. So we're we're like there. We have so many shady people, excuse me, in this country and in the government that it's not even funny anymore. Like 
so many like I don't think everyone in the gun in the in the government is shady, but there's a whole lot of shady people though. Not everyone is, but there's a whole lot of shady people in this country and in the government. And like there's like now, like there's so much weird stuff connected to it. Like like I don't know though. So so it, it's just it's weird stuff, but um I think you guys get the gist of it. So like I don't know if it was an inside job. I can't prove it. I don't know if it was, but um, if I had to take a guess, I believe it was, and I believe it was the and also <clears throat> the reason why would they do it? Well, for a few reasons, because um, they wanted the Illuminati and Bush. His dad, George H. W. Bush, was a member of Skull and Bones, which is one of the occults of the Illuminati, where they where they do occult rituals and stuff like that. So. I think it's fair to say that um, his de- his son was involved in, in um, the Illuminati as well. I think it's cl- clearly obvious. And also, I can't prove it or not. I think it's possible that the Bush family is related to one of the Illuminati 13 bloodlines. I can't prove that, but I believe that's possible. I'm still doing my research on that, so who knows. And, like, um, part, and also, part of the reason is, another thing, not only did they want Bush leading the the country into the new era, the new century, but they also wanted um to get um the resources in there in the Middle East. And the big one, the big reason for it was so that they could pass the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act, if you didn't know, is what allows the government to bypass the constitution and like spy on every American. Like go through their internet history, go look at um their um what, what they with on the, their phone records, their text messages. Like their emails, their mail, and stuff like that. Like clearly, there's it's it's just that's just what it is. And the Patriot Act, Patriot Act, was written in the nineties. It was pre-written. So they they knew they couldn't approve it um, without a big event. So I think they used nine eleven to do it. Now whether or not I think it was probably connected to it in some way, I don't know. But I I wouldn't be surprised if it was. It could be. So yeah. And plus, the Patriot Act has been expanded ever since. Like, um, the government spies on everyone now, everyone, and like, like clearly, like, we, there's almost no privacy left anymore. There is none. That's just how it is. Like, I don't like it, but that's just what it is. So, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm gonna wrap this episode up now, guys. Like, we've been talking for about an hour. We've been I've been on here. I I have been on here for about an hour and, and two minutes. And like, so yeah, I want to wrap this up so I can go do do a couple things after this. So yeah. All right, guys, subscribe to this channel, like this video, um, and share this share the video too, and turn on notifications so we can beat the YouTube algorithm because we are shadow, shadow banned here on YouTube. My channel, the Ray Ray Studios, is shadow banned on YouTube, and we need to break it and we need to bypass it. So yeah, so yeah. I, I just wanted this brand to grow. That I just want that to happen. Also, follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Yeah, Cloud Hub, um, Minds, and um, Rumble, and BitChute. Subscribe to me on all those and follow me on those pages. All right, guys. I'm Ray from the Ray Infinity Show podcast. Catch you guys later. Peace.